There is no other podcast like this, so proceed with caution as we challenge your beliefs by providing the forbidden information kept away from you and your family by modern medicine so they can keep you on the path of drugs for anything and drugs for everything. Hundreds of years of preventative medicine have been destroyed by Big Pharma. We're in the dark ages of true healing. After all, it's not just about living long, it's about living well. If your continuing search for answers has led you nowhere, you will find the truth here on the Forbidden Doctor Podcast. Now prepare to have your consciousness explode into the next evolutionary stage of human existence with your hosts, Dr. Jack and Mary Stockwell. Stockwell. Okay, everybody, we're back. I'm Dr. Jack. And I'm Mary. And we have another podcast for you, The Forbidden Heartburn and Acid Reflux Cure. We probably should have done this a lot sooner. We've done, I don't know, 25, 26 episodes now. We should have done this a lot sooner because of the number of patients that we are dealing with on a weekly, almost daily basis. Well, we did on podcast number 11. It was on the gallbladder. Yes. And it involved this. And it was a little more lengthy. Yeah. This is going to be short and sweet and to the point mm-hmm. that when, I, when I'm seeing 40, 50 patients a day, I don't have time to sit there and go through the whole number 11 podcast on uh, the gallbladder. No. I, I have to get I have to get right to the point. I can get rid of acid indigestion in three days. I had a lady that I'd been seeing for a few years, and her husband had never come in, and he thought it was witchcraft that we did in here and dancing around with grass skirts and all kinds of things. <laughs> but he showed up one day on on one of her tests, and she said I gave him three zypans the night before, and it got rid of his twenty year acid reflux. That's what we're going to talk about. Yeah. Zypan, Z-Y-P-A-N. It's a standard processed product. And, and then that, enzymes. And enzymes. And that with some other things will be at the uh, protocol at the end of the show. Yeah, simple To protocol. show you how to do it. And why does that work? Why in the world would you be giving hydrochloric acid to somebody with acid indigestion? Because they have acid indigestion. Because for no other reason, well, that's not completely true. The overwhelming majority of reasons is because they're not producing enough acid. Enough acid. Enough. Not too much acid. When, when, they, when they are mixing fruits, carbohydrates, you know, this kind of stuff, and breads and proteins and, and uh, bad oils, all together that you would do if you went to a fast food outlet, you, you would get the wrong oils, you'd get the wrong carbohydrates, you would get over-processed and probably cured meats, uh, meaning there's chemicals in it, and all these things mixed together, and the stomach is sitting there saying, what, what am I supposed to do with this? Well, the stomach just gets worn out. I mean, you, you think about it. We're eating all these foods with, with no enzymes inside of them, and, you know, if you put a piece of bread out on the counter and you put some strawberries on the counter, eventually the strawberries would literally eat themselves and disappear, yeah, dehydrate just, away, right. and they're gone. There's a little red stain. The bread's going to stay there forever. So you think about eating this bread, your stomach has to do all the work. It doesn't get any help. But and, when you eat the raw strawberry. And the raw strawberry, and the, and the raw-er, the meat also. Yes, because meat has enzymes in it. Yes, and so y- you give this wonderful analogy. When Why do we have cherries with the stems on them? Yeah, because the minute you pluck the stem off of the cherry, uh, enzyme action is triggered that causes the return to nature of that cherry. So when we eat foods with no enzyme activity in them, we start to return, return to nature. To nature. Yeah, premature wrinkling, premature aging, premature death. Yeah. 
And so what, what, what we want to do here, and we're going to do this rather quick. This may end up being one of the quickest podcasts we've done. And in fact, sweetie, you've, you've said this may be how we die. Yeah, I think it's the way we die. When we don't have, as we get older, our stomach does not create as much acid as it used to. And I think it's the way we die. It's interesting, when I was um, younger, I was a de- dental assistant and to my, with my dad. My dad was a dentist. And he, when old people threw up, it was just messy. There was chunks in it too because things didn't break down with old people. And it was just messy. And they would throw up in the dental chair sometimes because they're older getting dentures and he would have to make impressions and put that goopy stuff in and it would, you know, gag them and they would throw up. And we had a mess to clean up. But when a young kid throws up, we all know what that's like. It's so bad. It makes you throw up. It smells so bad. And it burns. You know, when you were a little kid and you threw up and it got up in your nose. And, you know, I've been pregnant six times, so I know all about throwing up and getting up in my nose and taking the enamel off my teeth. You know, acid is life. They're going to laugh at us 100 years from now that we ever that we tried ever to, to stop it. acid Including in Including with babies, the latest craziness of giving babies the same stuff. Here's what is going on. You need more acid. You don't need less acid. Yeah, the acid the in the stomach should be a good one, a pH of one, one and a half. I mean, it should literally take the paint off your license plate. That's how <laughs> hot the acid in your stomach should be. Yeah. And the, the idea of acid in the stomach is to just cause the proteins to unfold. The proteins that are coming in there are kind of... They're kind of like a ball within a ball. They're so all you, folded up on so you, one another. So it makes them untuck like they, they expose their little bellies. Yes. Imagine a platform diver in the Olympics, mm-hmm. and he's up at the 10-meter thing, and he's standing there, and then he kicks himself over backwards, and he goes into a pike, and then he opens up completely backwards as he goes into the water. That's what acid in the stomach does to a protein. Now, it, when the stomach acid gets hot enough, pepsin is released from the walls of the stomach. Ah, and but the, not until it's hot enough. Not, the pepsin will not come out unless it's at least a one and a half pH. And at that point, the pepsin just starts chopping those opened up proteins left and right. And as soon as the stomach contents are sufficient, sufficiently. sufficiently, thank you, acidified, the pyloric valve will open, mm-hmm. and this stuff goes rushing out of the pyloric valve into the duodenum. Yeah, it just and, clamps closed, man. It's not letting anything through there. <laughs> Slams shut as soon as it gets out. It won't let anything back but in. But the other valve. The cardiac the valve cardiac. at the top of the stomach yeah. is bottom not of your so secure. Yes. You know, the, 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 the valve at the bottom of the stomach is like a, you know, like a vault door in Wells Fargo's security vault. The valve at the top is like a window that opens and shuts. Mm. And so the gases that build up in the stomach before they will leak through the pyloric will leak upwards through the cardiac valve into the esophagus, up into the throat, and just burn the thickens out of you. Because the proteins have sat there and rotted and And putrefied and fermented and create their own acid. which They form an unnatural acid. An unnatural acid, and that just blows up like a volcano. Yeah. And 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 also because you don't have enough acid in your stomach, you have bacteria in there that you should not have in there. Yeah, and because so it, it's not acid enough. Right, and so it paralyzes that valve. Yes, this it, is what Doctor McBride open. talks it about. So when open. you lay down at night after a meal, 
or even not after a meal, <laughs> everything just runs right back up as if there's no door there at all. Now, almost everybody, I think, has had that experience. I had that experience once back when I was going to school. I mean, this is years, well, and, years and, ago. And I had a, a, I've talked about him before, but I had a guy that was diabetic and everything, and he did gaps for two months. He had to sleep completely setting up with a CPAP machine on him. After two months of gaps, of course, it could have been even earlier than that, but that's when I saw him again. He says now he can lie flat on his back. No problem. Oh, excellent. Excellent. That's that's, great. I have so many testimonials like this. It's the easiest thing to get rid of. Three days. So uh, remember one flew over the cuckoo's nest, nurse ratchet? Mm -hmm. That's what the pyloric valve is like. Uh, 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 uh. (laughs) You are not getting by me till I say so. Yeah, because guess what they'll do? That food will go down there in the small intestine and beat up your cute little enterocytes and your villi, and your body will never let that happen. So it will build up all this mucus to protect them. Yes. And that's good, but then that's bad. It's bad because it blocks absorption. You can't absorb food anymore. So we've got to find a way to get hot stomach acids in your stomach and get rid of that mucus in the small intestine. In a celiac patient, that mucus becomes like plastic. Yes. And nothing gets through. Yes. And then you go on to Crohn's and all kinds of different horrible diseases. So, so this is an easy fix. You don't know about it, though. This is the forbidden information. It's so easy, it's embarrassing. And you can get rid of acid reflux in a, in a few days, unless you have been on Prilosec for years and years and years. That takes a while to retrain your stomach how to make acid. Yes. But if you haven't been on those drugs... But we, it can be done. Yes, it can. Oh, I have a... I have many stories. Yes, I know years, you do. Decades of people on Prilosec and those types of drugs. But it's such forbidden information because acid reducers are the number two drug in the world. Do you think they're going to go, oops, oh, well, we're so sorry. But, yes. oh, you know what? You need the exact opposite. You need more acid in your stomach. We're so sorry. Please don't sue us. No, that's not going to happen. No. But that's the truth. You need more acid, not less acid. The quicker that stomach content can become acidified, the pyloric valve will open. Bicarbonate comes out of the pancreas that hits that acid mixture to neutralize the Mm -hmm. acid. And then here comes the alkaline side of digestion through the proteolytic enzymes. Jack, tell us about enzymes because it confuses people and our new product came out and it's just chock full of enzymes. In fact, enzymes that nobody dares sell. They take them out of their enzyme products. So we're being brave. We're being the forbidden doctor, just like our name says, and we've put them in this long-life energy enzyme. So tell well, us. Well, we haven't them. seen anything like this. I mean, that's why we well, made it. that's why we made it, especially. We couldn't find it. But enzymes, you know, just simply put, they're very large molecules that cause certain chemical reactions to either speed up or slow down. I mean, it's something called activation energy. In other words, a certain amount of energy is required for something to happen. You're going to push something across the floor. It takes a certain amount of energy. You want to lift that uh, hay bale up at the local IFA store and throw it in the back of your pickup truck. There's a certain amount of energy that's necessary to do that. Well, you're straight and trying yeah, to pick it up. And, we do that a lot. Yes, and I come running around behind you, baby, baby, let me help you. <laughs> and I grab it and together, which all of a sudden it doesn't weigh anything, and we throw it. In the, that's what an enzyme does to a process. Ah. Enzymes are needed to trigger the release of acid from the stomach wall. Enzymes are needed to trigger the release of pepsin. Enzymes are needed to open up the pyloric valve. And all of these enzymes the body is making. Interestingly enough, there are no essential enzymes, just like there's no essential carbohydrates. We have essential amino acids. We have essential fatty acids. We don't have essential enzymes because the body will make them if the body knows how to make them. 
and the body knows how to make them because you've been eating a good farm-based diet. No, you've been eating out of the box a bag in a can. <laughs> and your digestive system is starting to skip a beat here and there, and it's lost a couple of tricks. So enzymes are like having your own personal servant. I mean, you're trying to do something. Is that right? You're trying to do something, and... They come along and just like, bam, here, let me give you some help. Yes. Let me throw that bell yes, of hay. Yes, they speed up certain actions in the body. There's over 5,000 different types of enzymes, and most of them are proteins, and there's a greater complexity to this. But, for, you know, for the, the purpose of this, so we kind of want to keep it somewhat simple so we can all understand the primal importance of really good enzyme activity. And you and I searched and searched and searched and searched to find some uh, a, a, an enzyme complement to what we're already offering our patients, and we just couldn't find it. We had to go to a co-packer, to a compounder, and have them make it for us. And we finally got it. It's long-life energy enzymes, the forbidden doctor's enzymes. And that, coupled with Zypan, coupled with something called okra pepsin, mm -hmm. and this will all be explained in protocols at the end of the show, and something else called Colacol, which is just freeze-dried bile salts, these things can literally turn your digestive future around for the good. Yeah, basically just those three. I mean, Zypan, Ocrepepsin, and then the enzyme product that helps break. It's the spark of life that makes everything happen inside of your body. And the, the Lee enzymes, the, li the long life energy enzymes has uh, lipase in it. So lipase, lipase, protease, protease amylase, amylase, trypsin, chemotrypsin, and it has all of this desiccated bovine sourced pancreas tissue. So we know all the unknown factors are in there as well. Yeah, and not I just I mean, we think we got it all figured out. We you know, we eh, yeah, I know enzymes. I know no, we're probably missing it by a mile. Nothing has the elegance of nature's touch. So we made sure in this product Nature was involved with it. Yeah, throwing in those little servants. Yeah, all those little minions. Yeah, oh, yeah. The digestive minions. <laughs> Kevin, Bob, you know, all the all the digestive minions, and so this. But you have the biggest disassembly line in the world inside of you, so you have this huge job to do. I mean, to break down these the food that you eat and the non-foods you eat into this teeny little amino acids and to emulsify the fat. It's a huge job, and we can't even fill it. And oh, that's, that's one of the most surprising things yeah. about it. You're not even aware it's going on. Yeah. Until you unless get acid there's reflux. a problem. Yeah, unless you get heartburn. Unless you try to fool blood. Mother Nature Yeah. and, and throw a bunch of non-foods in there or foods that should not be mixed together. We don't have time to go into that in this podcast, but there's some things that you want to try to avoid, avoid mixing them. But there's there's more than 5,000 enzyme types. Most of them are proteins. And, uh, the, you know, the, there's enzymes, there, um, the digestive enzymes, plant enzymes, metabolic enzymes. Uh, the thing that the enzymes that most people know about are the the enzymes that are involved with digestion. And that's what we're talking about here is how to improve the digestion, the forbidden cure for heartburn, acid reflux. Well, the interesting thing, tell us why they pick cherries and leave the stems on them. Well, again, it's enzyme activity. Okay. You know, it's the same thing. You have two apples on a tree and they, they look, they're sitting there side by side. They're on the same branch. You can hardly tell any difference from one or the other and you pluck one of them off. What happens then? Enzymes are immediately triggered Ooh. for the digestion of that, of that plant, of that, the fruit of that plant, the apple. 
whereas the other apple that's still hooked to the tree, and then compare those two apples over the next two, three weeks and see what happens. Uh, The reason they leave stems and cherries is because the minute you pull that stem off the cherry, an enzyme is triggered. You know, it's just like pulling the pin on a grenade. Only these things are extremely slow motion grenades as the enzymes inside that cherry begin to dissolve the cherry. Now you pull a stem off and you pop the cherry in your mouth and you spit out the pit and you chew that up and you've got the amylase in your own uh, saliva starting to break down the sugars and the starches that are in that cherry. There's not a whole lot of fat. There's not a whole lot of protein. It's mostly carbohydrate. There's a little bit of protein, a little bit of fat, but very little. But the thing is, is that when you're chewing that up, the enzymes that are in the fruit itself, when exposed to oxygen, begin its own self-digestion. Now, compare that to a maraschino cherry sitting in the bottom of a cosmopolitan, sitting at the bar of the, you know, the, the local pub or whatever else. What's that maraschino cherry been through? You know, it's been dyed, it's it, been bleached. It's it looks been, like somebody in a coffin. Yes, it does. It looks like something in a coffin. And They're trying you know, to make it look pretty. Some, trying to make something extremely something dead. dead with no enzymes look, look alive, look pretty. Well, we do the same thing with breakfast cereals. We kill the grains, we destroy the grains, and then we pump them up with a bunch of artificial vitamins, and there's tons of sugar in there with different names, and trying to convince you, the buyer, that that's food. One of the quickest ways to a heart attack I know of is pasteurized milk and breakfast cereal. So if you put a strawberry out on the counter and you put a piece of bread, the strawberry has enzymes in it. The piece of bread has none. So it's basically dead. And so you put the strawberry out there, it will literally eat itself and shrink up and dehydrate away and will be gone. And all that's left there is a little red stain eventually. A bread, a piece of bread is going to sit there forever. And just get hard. It'll never go away. There's no life in it. No. And so when you eat those two things, look what your stomach has to do. The biggest disassembly line in the world, it yeah, doesn't have any help. Let's talk about that. So the strawberry starts to break itself down. It's got some help there, the enzymes. The bread will just, your stomach has to work overtime. Yes. To do that. So eventually your Which stomach, one provides energy? Which one is consuming energy? Yeah. Good point. And so eventually your stomach just can't do it anymore. No. No, it gets and tired. S- yeah. The pancreas gets tired. The gallbladder gets tired. The liver gets tired. Trying to handle all this junk that we eat. So that's why we created Long Life Energy Enzymes. Well, Zypan, yeah. Okay. You can go ahead with that. Yeah. It's just, it's an assist. It has all of the digestive enzymes in there. The only thing it doesn't have is hydrochloric acid. So there's where Zypan comes in. Yeah. The Zypan will te- reteach your stomach how to make hydrochloric acid. Literally. Literally. And it will help you with the food that you're eating, whether it's food or non foods. And so when it's finally broken down to the state it needs to be, into peptides, then the pyloric valve will naturally open and it won't shoot it back up your esophagus. It will naturally open and th- and let the food down there. That's what those acid reducer drugs do is they force the pyloric valve open. Yes, so the food gets shoved down into the small intestine before- Undigested. Undigested to beat up And then everything. the pancreas is sitting there saying, what am I- sp- <laughs> You know, and it sends a signal up to the brain. His stuff is on my side of the digestive system. <laughs> now, what am I supposed to do with this yeah, stuff? It just gets worn out. And then you end up being constipated. Yeah. And then you end up packing the walls of the colon with the stuff that even the colon says, I don't know what this stuff is. Hey, I don't know what to do with this stuff. Your colon is a strong organ. It can't take 20 years of undigested food going through it. 
it eventually well, you know, it becomes to be alkaline, and then when it's alkaline, it's a sitting duck for colorectal yeah, it cancer. It has to be very acid down there, and so you get little pockets, and you get a little diverticulitis, and yep. boy, is that painful. So I think we can wrap this up. I think this might be the shortest podcast we've ever done. Well, what happens if you put this non-food into your body? Like you take, you pull the, you pull the stem off the cherry, and it starts to basically decompose decompose yeah. so when you eat food that does that doesn't have the the enzymes in it it just sits there and waits for the body to do something with it now if you can throw in some enzymes with it you're going to be far better off you know we can let's do a little experiment right here on the air i've got three little cups here and each one of them has distilled water in it and each one has a little bit of piece of sliced Bavarian forest ham. And <laughs> I was going to say liver. But. Yes, in this first one, I am pouring in about two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar. And into the next one, I am putting in a competitor's capsule of digestive enzymes. And into the third one, I'm putting in three of these Lee enzymes. Is the competitor, are they plant enzymes? They're plant enzymes. Mm. They came from a plant, not an animal. Three capsules of plant versus three capsules of animal-based enzymes. Look. Look, it's already, it's already working on the animal-based. It's already starting to dissolve in distilled water for Pete's sake. Yes, this was a controlled study. <laughs> <laughs> this is published in my diary, a non-peer-reviewed journal. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. It starts to break. It starts to break this stuff down as soon as it hits it in the stomach. Well, I tell you, they're going to laugh at us. I think so. Good 10, 15, 20, maybe 50 years down the road. They're going to laugh. We ever tried to stop acid in the stomach. We tried to stop acid. So the three, basically just three things. And you can go on the rest of your life with no acid reflux. In fact, it will be a distant memory to where people, you'll say to people, Oh yeah, I well, used to I have had a, a problem with that. I used yeah. to have acid reflux. Yeah. yeah, I don't have it anymore. You take Zypan, which is hydrochloric acid and pepsin. It's the most wonderful product in the world. In fact, Dr. Royal Lee tried to sell it back in 1937 as a digestive aid, and they wouldn't let him. But they let Camel cigarettes sell cigarettes in 1937 as a digestive aid. Yes. The same year. Yes. Because, you know, it's a long-term investment. You you start smoking cigarettes, you're going to be a patient in 20 years. You get your digestion fixed. You won't be a patient in 20 years. No. no. See? See? So nope. it's so the rest of your life. So Zypan, you take um, two to three or four with each meal, depending on how big the meal is. And then you take some Lee, long-life energy enzymes. We named them after Dr. Royal Lee. And you take those, which will... Is like eating a servant to help you break down your food. It's just a beautiful, I don't know how, to, spark of life. Yes, it's that's what act, enzymes are. It's a spark of life. Spark of life. And then okra pepsin. The, I would prefer you to take okra pepsin right before you eat a meal because it goes down into the small intestine. Hopefully it'll get down there before the food. And um, the okra is very sticky and it will stick to the mucus that's built up down there. The pepsin will eat away at it. And then the E3... Heals it. Yeah. Now, if, if uh, any of you are in the South and you didn't understand what she meant by okra, she means okri. Okri. That's what they call it. It's okri. okri. It's okri. All right. So that's basically all. If you have a problem with fats, then I've got um, some synergists. Colacol is a pure bile salt. will help you break up fats. Um, we have 
or choline, which is a fat emulsifier, and then AF beta food, which will thin the bile. And so the bile coming out of the small intestine, which is, excuse me, coming out of the gallbladder, which is into the small intestine, which is so critical for fat emulsification. And then we did recommend a couple of herbs. Digest is an incredible herb. In fact, we suggest that you suck on it for a few minutes to experience the bitters in it because we don't eat enough bitter things. And we have taste buds that are waiting for this all the time, sour and bitter and sugary. Of course, we get way too much sugar and salt. But it's a full-spectrum digestive aid, and it promotes the HDL, gastric enzymes, bile secretions. It even supports liver metabolism. And it tonifies the gastrointestinal tract, which is incredible. Um, It's good for sluggish digestion, flatulence. Ooh, we know what that is. Constipation, irritability, and inflammatory conditions of the stomach. And then also I'm recommending golden seal because it supports the mucous membranes and also helps with any kind of infection going on. Chlorophyll is always a wonderful product also. And I know I'm overwhelming everybody, but I'm telling you, it stops internal burns. I have had patients that chew up a few chlorophyll when they've got real bad acid reflux. Well, I usually do it when they're sitting there in my office and instantly the pain's gone. Yep, that fast. If they have gallbladder problems though, you know, they might have a problem with the fat, but that's the only problem I've ever had with that. That's an amazing thing. And I tell you, a month or two of doing this, maybe three to six months for some real bad cases, especially if you've been on Prilosec for years, it will be something yeah. in in your history. Yeah. Now, in my little briefcase I carry around, I have a bag of, uh, I mean, I have a bottle of Zypan. Yeah. And if I want to have anything that's got more than three or four bites of protein, I'll take at least one Zypan with it, and, and I forget it. I forget I even ate proteins. Yeah. And this is the forbidden information you don't know about. They want you on drugs forever for this. this- Everything, anything. The, the bottom line here is acid reflux heartburn is not because you have too much acid. It's because you don't have enough. Yes. And so what we're talking about is getting enough in there when you eat and you watch and see how fast things can change. And little enzymatic support too. All right. Okay. That should wrap this That's up. That's an easy one, guys. But this is an easy one and we have protocols for you at the end of the show. Okay. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Forbidden Doctor podcast with Dr. Jack and Mary Stockwell. It's our pleasure to join you on your health revolution and look forward to our quest for health together. Join us again next week for more health secrets and forbidden truths about self-healing. Until then, visit ForbiddenDoctor.com and enter your email to receive a special coupon for the Forbidden Doctor special scientific formula, our long-life energy enzymes. This custom-made one-capsule supplement is created from the most concentrated energy-stimulating enzymes. For more information, be sure to head over to ForbiddenDoctor.com. These podcasts are provided for information only. The previous statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Nothing that was said is intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.